It's 3 o'clock on the Blitz 1170, and that means it's time for the show with Pop and Colby. I start looking around. I'm like, who wants some of this? I would think you would have a little bit more self-awareness. Yum, yum, give me some. <laughs> Although that might have just ended any at all <laughs> chances just, of that I just killed happened. it. Scott File is alongside trying to keep them on time. It's technically a sports show, but that's debatable. What? Like, you just deserve to not yeah. have penalties Wait. called against you because you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Well, while Dan Cooper looks at Rico Dowdle's appendage. Daddy! Oh, look at that! Look at this, look at that! What did you say Candace Bergeron looked like? Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Peter Weller in the suit. We just want to have fun. Real talk. Don't ever call my bits little again. <laughs> I've never tasted a peacock. My wife's a, a horse person. Blasting their way across Oklahoma. It's the show with Pop and Colby on the Blitz 1170. How young is too young to have your prostate checked? All right, give me the call letters again. Uh, KTSB, the Blitz 1170. KTSB at the plate and whammy! The Blitz 1170, you betcha. Oh, the struggle was real. The struggle was wheel. Wheel? Or wheel or real. It was wheel. I, uh... Don't think for a moment that since today is a holiday that I didn't think about airing the <laughs> Daytona 500 in our place today. The only problem is I didn't think that it would be over by 6 o'clock this evening for when the Tulsa men's basketball show and Tulsa coaches show, I guess you'd say, because Angie Nelp takes over the second half of that uh, hour here at 6 p.m. on the Blitz 1170. But uh, I am watching now is, uh, well, they, wow, what a... What a cast and crew of characters. They went from The Rock walking down pit road to flashing to Richard Petty, and then there was Jake Gyllenhaal. So we've got all the celebs that are out there at the Daytona 500 getting set to get underway here in just a few moments. And the best news, not a cloud in the sky. Not a cloud in the sky after receiving an email. I think Again, three hours before the race started that, oh, hey, by the way, we're not running this on Sunday anymore. Well, I appreciate you, Motor Racing Network, for your timely email and especially the timely response to the email I sent back to you. Um, Thank you for everyone tuning in on this President's Day. We're going to play a game later. How many presidents can you name and in what order? (laughs) No, we're not, because I would fail that in a heartbeat. My name is Jeremy Poplin. Colby Daniels is alongside. What's up, dude? How are you? Gentlemen, happy Monday. Uh, before I go any further, I feel like just on the off chance my wife is listening, which is a rarity, happy birthday. Yes. Big happy birthday to her. So, happy uh, birthday, that, Lauren. Uh, you know, I can't be accused of you know, forgetting that element of today and, and all the other shenanig- shenanigans that we get into. So there we go. Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. Sun is shining. Start of another week. And I uh, hope you guys are doing well also. I'm doing well, Scott. How about you? I'm a little sore. I worked outside yesterday for a couple hours, first time this year. So, yeah, my back's killing me. Yesterday was a good day to do it. It was. Saturday was cold as, you know what? I have to be careful. I have little ears in the studio with me today, so I'm going to try to watch my potty mouth, uh, even though she does have a pair of headphones on. You guys on Teacher Professional Day? 
Is that what it is? I thought it was just President's Day and they don't go to school on this day. Have well, they... I know that my son's teachers are working, but no. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't pay that much of attention at all. I, I just know that it was like, oh, great, another day without school. So, yeah, sure. I'll just bend over backwards to make all that happen. <laughs> now I know what my parents felt like every single time. It's like, oh, he's out of school again. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So no, my I'm, parents didn't have that feeling because they were like, okay, you're out of school. Just don't get into trouble. Right? Yeah, fend we'll, for we'll yourself. See you in- We'll see you in about 15 hours. Fend for yourself. I'm going to try to make it to work today. We'll Uh, be home by dinner time. (laughs) God, kids today are so soft. (laughs) I I remember having to get off the... I I was at home by myself when I was in first grade. What my daughter is now. Oh, yeah. I would get off the bus, walk from the corner, which is not i'd say probably three tenths of a mile from the stop sign to the house and i'd have a key latchkey kid open up the uh door and see by the time i got home it was pretty late because we had an hour bus ride it took an hour through the dirt roads uh to get back home so i was at home in the 4:30 range after class was let out at 3:25 Trying to remember what was on at that point. I think I'd already missed Ducktales, but yeah, I was. I was Darkwing at, Duck. I was at home from like four thirty to five thirty, maybe even six o'clock sometimes by myself. And I'm 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 in first grade, first grade. Can you can you dude? Can you even think about right now? And be like, all right, the bus is going to drop you off up here, little man, and you're going to walk home and use the key to get into the house yourself and have the faith that everything's going to be cool, like he's going to be calm? Because <laughs> I can tell you what, I don't have that with my, my kiddo at all. She would probably still be wandering around the yard like, Daddy, I can't figure the key out how to get in the door. <laughs> God, times are, times are definitely is it, different. Is it because our kids are soft or because we just don't have as much faith in them? both but the the whole thing is is like in every generation this way who made them soft we did That's we right. did just like i'm sure that our parents were soft to a generation before them remember a few months ago when i read that quote from the baseball player from like 1898 that was talking about how the guys from the 1870s were soft <laughs> These guys oh, get, yeah. and then oh, yeah. 1915, it's like, oh, these players today, and even into the 70s, the, the guy was like, oh, these guys in the 70s, they are so soft compared to we were what we were when I was playing. Like, all right, yeah, it happens every single time. But, yeah, it's, it's always the parents to blame. We always get in the way and make things more difficult than they need to be. But back to my point about working outside, it was a good day yesterday for sure to get some of that done because I did as well. Because the sticks and the leaves and everything that's just littered the entire yard, I I was thinking already, I'm like, I can't even put like pre-emergent down. I can't do anything. I can't get the mower out and ready to go at any point, you know, to mow the weeds that are are (laughs) growing up and the little purple flowers. I can't do any of that because there's too much sticks and just trash in the yard from the winter months unbelievable I made my son pick up sticks out of the yard and the driveway yesterday and it was it was so beautiful to watch the amount of tonnage that falls from your trees is is really a, i haven't even started on the pine cones yet oh don't oh. get me started on the pine cones god everywhere everywhere 
just want to throw them on my neighbor's yard. Like, I don't know where they came from, buddy. I don't know at all. It's what you get for leaving ruts right there at the edge of the uh, edge of the yard. Um, it was a laid back weekend for sure. Uh, outside of getting out in the yard and uh, working a little bit. So, yeah, looking forward to some good spring-like weather coming up this weekend. How sportsy did you gentlemen get this weekend? I was in and out of all-star festivities Mm. all three days. I paid attention to some in-state college hoops. Mm -hmm. UFC 298 on Saturday night was uh, probably the the primary focus of of all of my sportsy weekend festivities. Here we had a big knockout in the second round. Oh, did we? Yeah. Unexpected? Your boy called it, too. Unexpected? Or not from you? A lot of people unexpected, but, yeah, I I thought this guy was going to win, and got it done. Ilya Taporia, the new featherweight champ. And we are officially two... Well, one more, and then we're to UFC 300, which is pretty incredible. I did see where the card was announced. We have ourselves a main event. Finally um, have a main event, yeah. They've they've offered that fight to, as someone that's, I think, anyone and everyone. <laughs> as, as someone that's not as all-in as I once was, so uh, what's the card look like? Are we talking about uh, Shogun Hua on, uh, on the undercard? Like, what's, what, what's yeah, happening Chuck here? Yeah, Chuck Rampage Jackson. <laughs> You know, Ken Shamrock may or may not make an appearance. Is uh, is Sugar is Sugar Rashad going to be fighting anytime yes, that's soon? Right. Yeah. 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 Rashad Evans and uh, you know, there's a there's a chance that maybe GSP steps up and wait. Okay. <laughs> Hoist Gracie. Hoist, is the yeah, main attraction. Hoist. yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. When's uh when's the Chris Lieben fight? Is he going to be? Well, the thing about Chris Lieben. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Unfortunately, I know. Uh, I know. I kid. No, I'm looking forward to it, actually. That will be the uh, one. Card is loaded. UFC event that seems to be uh, pretty good. Actually, I will say the next two cards are loaded. 299, you can make the argument, is as good as 300. Okay. So the next two are all-time great pay-per-view lineups from start to finish. Like the the prelims of the next two pay per views, are better than the two ninety seven main card that you had to pay for. Is it? Oh, we've we've talked about things that are oversaturated oversaturated before. Like I get it. It's it's mainly for fight fans, and I completely understand that. The problem that I have, though, for me as someone that used to love this and be like you were, where I was I was glued every single time, but. There's so much more requirement in terms of viewing now to be as dialed in than what it oh, used to yeah. be. And it feels yeah. like that some of the big events, the pay-per-view events, because there's one every single month, it just seems like, I don't know, there's not as much hype around them as what they used to be. Yeah, I mean, it's hit and miss. I, you know, I don't think there was a lot put into 297 to in January in Toronto. Uh, Dana even called it a bad card on Saturday. Uh, and, and some of that is because they wanted 299 and 300 to be loaded. So a lot of the, the guys that are fighting early in the year, they wanted them on those two cards. And so you got a pay-per-view that was somewhat lackluster. And you, you probably have a few cards coming into the year that 
don't necessarily deliver star power because a lot of those stars are all accumulated on essentially two cards. Is Josh Koscheck fighting on 299? Yeah, man. Yeah. He's got uh, Diego Sanchez. <laughs> Where's the axe murderer? Vanderlei? <laughs> Where's he at? He, uh, he's got Chael. Okay. <laughs> in the co-main event. Um, by the way, he was uh, inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame on Saturday. As he should have been. Yeah. As a, he should have been. Maybe, scary a, maybe a scary, one of the scariest dudes ever when he was inside. Uh, well, how's Kenny Florian doing? Is Kenny Florian doing all right? <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's fighting for another another title so awesome hopefully awesome. he gets this one done we got a lot to get to today <laughs> and um mainly on the basketball front we got a few kind of lingering items as well as we transition into that time of the year where it is basketball and off of the all-star weekend now i'm, I'm sure we'll spend some time on the all-star weekend but here, here's one thing that i i don't want to fall into the trap of today at all and i've seen it everywhere there's only one way to, air quote, save the All-Star game on Sunday, and that is to officially spray raid on it and be done with it forever. Like light a flea bomb like we used to have to do in the day. You leave the can there and you run out the door, and that way it's finished by the time you come back home. Open up the door and let it air out a little bit. The game itself, unless there is drastic changes is probably going to be this way moving forward and you can tweet every video that you want about oh here's look at how it was here in this 90s version of this game where there's you know Barkley trying to post up against Pippen and they're elbowing each other that day is gone and it's just not coming back you can have the festivity and the weekend but last night was another prime example of exactly why Nobody cares. Players don't care. Fans don't care. Just make it the event that it is. You don't even have to play the game, and you can still have the same type of impact that you had through all the other festivities through the weekend. So uh, there will be no how do you save the version of the game because unless you're willing to do something completely different, the game itself is dead and has been dead for a number of years. It leaves something to be desired, for sure. I mean, uh, to see, it's it, I, like, I don't even want to say lack of defense because that would, that would suggest that there's some form of defense being played, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, if you're we gonna, were complaining if, about this ten years ago, oh, there's no defense. Yeah, it's been this way for a long time. They scored so 211 points. There, there are a lot of people today that are are pointing this out, like. Where is the defense gone? It's it's been gone. You yeah. haven't been paying attention. I think we've just reached a point, and and I guess this is the only silver lining of the game, and this was the only thing, I guess, positive that I thought last night. The shot making ability at this stage for basically every dude on the floor has reached such a high level that I, I you know there there is a part of me that is just wowed by the shot making ability. Of every guy on the floor, no matter how far out they are, right, to just bury shot after shot after shot. But you get that even in the lead-up to the game with all the videos of, sure, well, here's sure. Luca that, you know, throws a shot and it bounces from the bottom through the rim and then back through. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we've reached a point where, you know, defense hasn't been played for a long time, but all these guys are just so good at shooting the basketball now that, 
I mean, one after another just goes in like it's effortless. And so there is an element of like, man, these guys are really good offensively. But it's not like no part of that game is is competitive in terms of like feeling like you're watching basketball, right? It's essentially it feels more like a game of horse. Yeah. Like I'm gonna shoot one right. from way out here and then you're gonna shoot one from way out here and you know, we're just gonna essentially try and, and put on a highlight show. And that's, you know, for some people maybe that's fine. Like I, I, I wish that we had some version of a game, but yeah, I mean it's been this way for I, I feel like a decade. Make it half court and draft three on three teams and have. Uh, well, I, and, I've said two on two for. And let's let them play for five hundred k. For the longest time, I've said everybody that makes the All Star game, they're in a pool and they get to pair off into two on two teams, and you just have a tournament, right? Yeah. Half court ones and twos to I don't know fifteen or twenty one or whatever you want to play to. Make it take it. Change just, it up. Yeah, let them let them play two on two and have fun and get a sponsor. Throw yeah. some cash at them, and and have that be your Sunday night festivities. Not this team, but Team World versus USA is not fixing it. Drafting teams ain't fixing it. East West they don't give a rat's. None of it. None of it at all. The Athletic had a story today about the players and be like, you know, we'd really like to be paid to be here. Okay, that's fine. I don't even have a problem with it. That's who you guys are. Fine, whatever. But I'm I'm never have been the type of like, no, now they want to be played for the All Star game. Well, you know what? I like to be paid for everything I do too. And so do they. Just because they make more doesn't necessarily mean anything. As Patrick Ewing said back during the strike in '99, you know, we spend a lot of money because we make a lot of money. <laughs> So you, they live. They live by that mantra. It's fine, whatever. But yeah, two on two, three on three. Make it, make it some form of competitive nature. Give me a white man can't jump two on two style tournament. I'm in, baby. Point game, Mr. Dean and Mr. Hoyle. <laughs> I did right, see, let's pay him and get the hell out of I here. I did see somebody threw out the idea. Uh, this morning, you know, with the, with the new LED court that they unveiled. Which was badass. It was badass. Was awesome. To do like an NBA jam kind of thing. Yes. I think that would be interesting. Uh, Saturday night during the dunk contest, there is uh, Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown. After he dunks and did the worst D. Brown impression I've ever seen in my life after that <laughs> dunk. I'm like, wait a minute, that's... Whoever said I thought he was sneezing after the dunk on the broadcast, that's the first thing that I thought, too. But instantly after that dunk, when the court just automatically flipped to the Celtics parquet floor, you guys remember that? I mean, instantly, as soon as oh, that yeah. dunk went in, like the, the, the entire floor just changed. I'm like, that is a form of brilliance. We definitely need to have more of that, I think, in every single arena. And I can't wait until that technology becomes available to everyone where they can move it in and out easy, even if you have double duty inside the arena. But, yeah, the, the court itself, I thought, was maybe one of the best parts of the entire weekend. I think it was the best. I think we are all somewhat responsible for how terrible All-Star Weekend has become. Do tell. Because, and I just mean collectively, like not that I go out of my way to do this, but I think we all are somewhat guilty of this. 
we we criticize everything, right? And if it doesn't meet our expectations, which look, the dunk contest How dare you criticize has not me. met our expectations for a long period of time. But like Jalen Brown is an all star, right? Like I want more star power in the dunk contest. Jalen Brown at least is an all star compared to some guys that don't even play in the NBA, right? And like I, I, I was like this guy is terrible <laughs> on Saturday, right? <laughs> This is why they don't want to do it, right? None of these all-stars, quote-unquote, I think want to subject themselves to extra criticism or becoming a meme on Twitter or any of that. And the same thing on Sunday. Like, none of those guys want to be, like, killed on social media for being the try-hard guy, right? The guy, oh, look at this idiot who's who's actually, like, trying in this game when everybody else isn't. Like, it, I think, like the way that sports is talked about so much has impacted, I think the ability of these high profile guys to want to give any sort of effort on all-star weekend. That's interesting. I hadn't necessarily thought of it that way. We are quick to make fun of everything and everybody though. And no one is immune from it. We will make fun of it. anything everyone yeah no no like you said no one is immune no one has the the uh the vaccine for that right yeah it's oh you mean the jab for that they don't jab yeah, for that yeah, yeah. like jab for that. everybody oh look at dame's lame ass out here try, try hard try hard dame right <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's roasting Luca because he can't score over ten points in an All Star game too. And he got stuffed by the rim, he right? Got stuffed like by the rim. Dunk attempt. That was embarrassing. Like, you know what? I, at least he had fun with it. Some guys take themselves way too seriously to even attempt that, right? Uh, yes. That, like Luca knew that he probably was going to have a tough time converting that, and he gave it a shot anyway. But I don't think Luca takes himself too seriously. There are a lot of guys that would never. Just because if that happened, they wouldn't be able to survive it. I I think the entire weekend was a giant hit, except for Sunday. Everything else was pretty good. Pretty good. Tune into the Rising Stars game on Friday. Thought that was great. Saturday night, some of the festivities. I'm still a sucker for the dunk contest. I'm the one guy. I'm the one. Carry that flag, my friend. But I uh but I did. I I did enjoy it. Go Mac McClung. I like that. Look, I like Mac McClung, but if you had actual all-stars competing in this, I think I would be way more intrigued than, you know, randos. Like, at that point, why don't we just have the N1 team play in the all-star game? I'm, like, it's all-star weekend. Give you me, should be yes. an all-star to compete in these events, in my opinion. Give me, I almost said Escalade, but may he rest in peace. <laughs> Give me all of those guys. Let's Give me hot sauce. Let's have the old man tour. Right. Here, here's a serious question before we take a break. Because Wimby said at some point he wants to compete in the three-point and the dunk contest. I wa- went back and watched Serge Ibaka, who was basically a seven-footer, right? Serge is seven-foot? 6'10", but close enough. Okay. He legitimately jumped from the free-throw line and didn't do the cheap foot over the line when he competed in the dunk contest a few years ago, okay? Right. This is an honest question I have. Maybe this is just me being completely stupid. But given the length of Wimby 
Is there ever a way where he could generate enough forward movement where he could take off from the three-point line and use that long-ass arm of his and dunk? No. No, you don't think so? No. He could never generate enough no. height? No. I don't know, man. I Listen, I, I'm, I'm a Wimby fan. I really enjoy watching that guy play basketball. I've seen him run though. Yeah, I know. It's but I, all right. So what if he ran from the tunnel? Unless somebody shoots him out of a cannon. What if he, <laughs> he ran, ran from, the, from tunnel? the tunnel? <laughs> no. You don't think so? No. Now there's a part of me that doesn't want him trying this because I'm afraid that that toothpick <laughs> ankle will snap. Like if he lands wrong incorrectly, that's the last thing I would want. But it was an honest question that I had because Serge had a lot of room left. Like, Serge could have left further back from the free throw line. It was easy for him. And you're telling me Serge he's like 6'10", 6'11". Serge is so much more explosive athletically. How though, dare than, you than say Wimby. that about my hero, Wimby, yeah, who, I, who's I, literally I, walking around with the Alamo on his shoulders right now. <laughs> and Uncle Jesse, Greg Popovich. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those questions. I don't know. I'd like to see him. I would, like listen, see how close I would like to see him get. attempt it, but... Maybe we'll get him some of those uh, shoes they used to sell out of Sport Magazine that had the springs on the front to help you with your vertical there jump. You the athletic trainers. There All right. you go. I just said we weren't going to try to fix the All-Star game, and there we did. We tried to try to fix it. All right, it's 325. We've got a ton to get to coming up uh, in a bit, including uh, I have an audio segment a little bit later. Because on my way home Friday night, one of our faves, Mike Gundy, was doing a little media around uh, the college football world. Mainly this in there, made me laugh so hard. Mainly there in support of Ollie Gordon, who was receiving the Doak Walker Award. They have a little festivities on the SMU campus every year. And Mike Gundy was on the ticket in Dallas. I have, t- I have a couple of clips I'll play for you. Two are so Mike Gundy, it's not even funny. Colby, you've only heard one that I sent you, but I have another one where all I'll say is Mike Gundy did it again, and he does not give a bleep when he's on the air or not. That's a little hint at what's coming up a little bit later. Uh, We'll talk Oklahoma State basketball, OU basketball as well, which the natives are restless after another performance from Oklahoma in which they just can't get over the hump. Uh, We'll discuss that. Oklahoma loses their basic, like, GM or, uh, I don't know, very important individual when it comes to the right-hand man for Brent Vittables and loses him to SMU. Maybe a former player is going to fit that role. We'll discuss all of that and a lot more to get to coming up all this afternoon in which John Holcomb will join us in the 5 o'clock hour, as well Dusty Dvorak in the 5 o'clock hour. And by God, the Daytona 500 is getting ready to get underway. See, this is why I didn't run it. Oh, don't worry, affiliates. We're going to go in the air at 3. It's 327. They haven't even run one damn lap yet. Incredible. But uh, we'll have updates for you all afternoon long here on The Blitz and streaming live on The Blitz 1170 app.